This is the Ultimate Deck Podcast, Tud's Media Takeover. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Need a show about outdoor living? This is where it's at. And we're here. Hey guys, how's it going? I'm uh, Bryce Wolanyak. Usually sit behind the table. You've seen me on camera a few times. Yeah, I'm Kyler. I am the other producer who usually is here as well. New producer Kyler. Yeah, and I'm Jacob. This is my first episode. Usually, I'm behind a computer. <laughs> you should uh, move your mic just a touch closer. Those mics suck. I mean, they don't suck. They're pretty good. Sure. We'll you just got to get close to them. Like most have to people like be this close to the microphone the yes, entire time. You do. Jamie. You have to be very, you have to like almost swallow it. These, these are uh, podcast brutal. microphones. So you guys, we are the Tuds media um, marketing team, I would say. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Bryce, Kyler and Jacob and uh, Shane and Wade are AWOL this week. So we've decided to take over the podcast. It's ours. That's right. It's ours. My favorite sound is that sound. Mine too. That's <laughs> why I keep hitting it. Over and over and over again. It's like I score a goal every time I say something. Um, okay, so we're going to get, uh, instead of doing like a rambly um, talk, for the next 25 minutes, we figured we'd get right into the topic of today because we're marketing guys and we want to get right to the point. Um, and the, the topic of today is, are you being seen? The benefits of marketing your small business. Uh, we know we're talking to a lot of contractors and we decided that we're going to talk about our area of expertise because honestly... The three of us, like, I know I'm taking a few liberties here, but I don't really know anything about decks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know as much as I've learned through, like, editing the podcast. Yeah, right. Them, but I don't know enough to talk for an hour about it. So. You couldn't, you couldn't I, tell me about G-Tape or... I know that decks are typically in backyards. That's, yep. That's typically. They're usually made out of wood and composite. Yes, I would say, yeah. Is it composite or composite? I forget. There's an American way and a Canadian way. Composite. Anyways, uh, so what are, well, first of all, we're going to start with um, what each of us does, I think. Sounds good. Kind of around here. Uh, so, Kyler, what what is your area of expertise when it comes to marketing? So, I kind of take over everything video-related in terms of marketing. So, I'm the person who's been running the YouTube channel, filming all the podcasts, essentially any type of commercial like video work that you need to do is what I'm here for. Editing the dinosaur into... Yes, <laughs> and the, the terrible <laughs> one-day turnaround videos that we've been doing. But um, You call them terrible, but they're terribly stop being good. a perfectionist. They're terribly good. Terribly amazing. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, uh, uh, just do that. Jacob? So I'm a developer, uh, front end and back end. I also enjoy uh, music production. So I've been providing a bunch of original music for Kyler's productions. 
and I've reworked the entire TUDS website. Um, now you're able to actually use the search bar and do things like find it on Google. So that's a plus. <laughs> Finding yeah. it on Google. Yeah. That is like probably the most underrated thing. Like most people start websites and they're like, oh, I just, I just got to put it out there. It's like, that's nah, not how it works, right? I feel like most people miss that part when they create their company's website. Yeah, you, you got to put in the extra like 20% to get your listing to as high or as close to the top as you can because everybody everybody is they're going to click the first five options, you know. Well, nobody's going to go to the second the first page. page. If you're not on the first page, then your chances of having your website seen are basically null. Yeah. I mean I mean even even before that, most people when they turn on their website don't realize that you have to tell Google your website exists for it to even search for it. Right. Right. Anyways, that's a little later into the topic. A little foreshadowing. Um, we're gonna start with. We're gonna start at the beginning. I guess I didn't tell you what hey, I did. Tell, what do you do? I'm Bryce? the jack of all trades. I yeah, do a little right. bit of everything. Uh, mostly a project manager. Kyler, shut up. You said you're gonna roast <laughs> me every thirty no, minutes. So I, every thirty minutes. Okay. Bryce <laughs> walks around with a clipboard and yells into a phone. That's right. I yell much. into a phone. I should be a day trader. I think I'd be better at it. <laughs> Maybe. Potentially. <laughs> or I'd lose a lot of money. Very quickly. Uh, very quickly. Exactly. Uh, so we're going to start with um, marketing your business. So as a contractor, um, the primary thing that the most people think about when they're starting their small businesses, you don't have to be a contractor, I guess, is like doing the job, right? Yep. Doing the job is the... Like, I don't want to say it's the easy part, uh, but it is the part that, that most people, when they start a business, are probably the most comfortable with, right? Making that product. Uh, so how do you get your product sold? Marketing. Yeah, marketing. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? But where do you start, right? doesn't matter what type of business you're running, where do you start? Where would you guys start? If you were if you were given a client today, let's say a cake shop, yep. where would you start with them? Basically, I'd make sure that they have clear, concise branding. Mm-hmm. If not, then we're either going to do some graphic design or find a graphic designer. Uh, we're probably going to make sure that they have a Facebook page. Of course, Meta is technically the overlord of the internet yeah, right now. as pretty well much as need to. So yep. Need a Facebook uh, Facebook page. You need a solid website. Uh, if they don't have a solid website, then we're going to do a redesign, or we're going to totally develop one from the ground up, and then try and go for that good en- indexing. Indexing, yes. Mm-hmm. See, Jacob's Jacob's topic talking from his area of expertise. Yeah, his website background. Um, I would say before all of that, you wanted to. You want to figure out with who you want your customer to be. Yeah, you want to figure out your audience before you start doing before any anything. Before anything, even yeah. branding, I would recommend you look at who you want your customer right. to be. Sometimes they go hand in hand, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes you've already done your branding because the person that you like really want to sell to is someone like you, so you just pick shit you like. Yeah, because um, yeah, like at the end of the day. Like if you're making stuff for a vehicle shop, like you're making content that looks like it would fit in a vehicle shop for a cake shop. I mean, it's not really gonna 
hit the right audience, you know, like, right. You have to find out who you want to advertise to, who you want to like get your stuff out to. And if, if you figure that out from the get go, I mean, things get pretty easy from there. So to an extent, you got to figure out who you are too and what your general uh, vision is. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I think, uh, figuring out your, your product, like these are all obvious things. It's not like we're, yeah, we're not. We're not gonna like. We're not blowing people's minds here. Not spitting any game, but exactly. But that being said, I know even with with myself, like I need to hear something over and 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 over again before it actually like I actually even do it for the most part. Mm-hmm. But right, it just takes some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. I would say when you're when you're thinking about your your customer base, sometimes you can think like if you've been established for a little while, like let's say with a deck contractor, for example, you can um, look at who who are the clients that you want to work with, right? And I would market towards them. I would say that's your audience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing, the other way you can go about it is if you've been established for a little while. And you have some of these other like channels up and running, like your website or um, or your social media pages or YouTube. Um, you can dive into a lot of the free metrics out there to help you get the demographic that you're trying to reach. Cannot say it enough. One of the most important tools you have in your toolbox is your analytics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And analytics are real they're awesome i think they're hard to read for a lot of people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just numbers yeah numbers and a chart yeah and no real indication <laughs> of what those charts mean yeah you have to make a lot of like you know huge leaps in your imagination but i think you uh by defining your audience through that way um i would start broadly mm-hmm. and then use those analytics to kind of like really Hone in on what you need to do. Tighten it up. Yeah, totally. But again, it, it is the most important first step. And once your audience is defined, it is way easier to do the rest of this stuff. Yeah, definitely. It's easier to brand. It's easier to uh, it's easier to buy ads, for one thing. Yeah. When you're buying ads on Facebook, um, having a clearly defined audience is going to save you uh, a ton of money right off the bat because you're only going to you're only going to market towards the people that are most likely to buy or click on the stuff that you put out there right mm-hmm. so then in turn you can use your analytics to see who your main demographics are and then in turn target those demographics mhm exactly um but i do want to stress that even after you've defined your audience, um, you move on to like deciding what type of marketing you want to use, but there is no like one, one size fits all, right. You know, there's no one size fits all. There's no no magic magic bullet, bullet. no magic bullet, no anything like that for marketing. Um, but I would say the only thing that you have to do on a regular basis is, through consistency and effort. That's how your marketing is going to work. Unless you have an absolute 
crap ton of money. Yeah. But even then, that doesn't always work. Exactly. We've seen brands that have put tons of money out there and nothing comes out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crystal Pepsi. Crystal Pepsi. You know what? I kind of like Crystal New Pepsi. Coke. Me too. Crystal <laughs> Pepsi is so good. New Coke didn't work. Yeah. They put a ton of money into that. They had to roll it back. Yeah. Shows you what they know. Now it's a little bit of a cult classic, so maybe it did work. Yeah. That to be said about a lot of things, though. Yes, that's true. Everything yeah. nowadays is just nostalgia bait. Yes, I agree. If anything fails, there's definitely like 10 people who liked it enough to consider it a cult classic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So with consistency and effort, you're, you have the ability to make your business grow, obviously. But it's the same, same goes with marketing. Um, yeah, essentially like we're going to figure out, we'll talk about the different types of marketing and the different, I guess we'll call them avatars. So, uh, when we refer to an avatar, we're essentially, it's an example basically of the type of people that may be interested in certain types of marketing. So we have a few that we're going to go through here. And, uh, if you relate to those, I mean, you kind of have a good idea of what you want to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then through those, you can kind of decide probably what kind of marketing that you're going to most likely use and stick to. Yeah. Right. Cause again, consistency is probably one of the biggest drivers in any of this marketing. Exactly. Um, so out of the four characteristics, four, is that where we're going? I think it's, I think it's three, but freelancer. Okay. Is that a characteristic? Yeah. Okay. Freelancer. Um, so does someone want to take a crack at what a freelancer is? So a freelancer is essentially somebody who doesn't necessarily have a whole lot of money to invest into marketing, but they have a whole lot of time because they're really driven to do what they're doing freelance, right? So those are the types of people they that come. will um, be more interested in being more hands-on, we'll say. So uh, when I say hands-on, I mean they want to be a part of everything that they can be because they don't have as much money as some of the other brands, but they want to still be able to compete. So when we talk about consistency, honestly, the, the freelancers and like the people who don't have a whole lot of money but have a whole lot of time usually end up being more successful or as successful as some of the larger budgets, right? Because they just have that time input. Um, uh, yeah, and I would say even with freelancers and... and new business owners, which is the other, the next kind of yeah. category. Um, they almost do it out of necessity. Yeah. Because right? like, you don't have a choice. Yeah. You don't have whatever, how much you don't have like five or $6,000 to spend on like hiring somebody to do all this stuff for you. So like you want to get your hands dirty as much as you can to save money until you can get to the point where you can hire somebody. Right. Yeah, exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that because like I said, like, nine times out of 10 that they're just as successful as somebody with a bigger marketing budget, you know? Mm-hmm. And obviously like they're not going to be able to compete with like a giant corporation or anything because like, obviously when you have hundreds of thousands of dollars to throw towards marketing, you're never going to like, you're never going to have to worry about the little guy. But in terms of like local marketing and like small business marketing, like investing your time is as important as anything. Yeah, for sure. Just as valuable. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so we got freelancer. Um, They have no money and no time. (laughs) 
Really? Lots of time. Do no they, money, you think, lots of time. Do you think they have lots of time? I think freelancers have lots of time. To do marketing, though? They're trying to freelance, though, for the most part. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's my only, like, I'd say, thing on this one. Yeah, like, I, I get what you're saying where, like, they might not have as much time, but realistically, everything they're doing is marketing themselves. It's true. You know, like, when you're freelancing, you have to, you have to market, otherwise you're not going to get your next job, right? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. If you spend twice as much time marketing as you do working, I mean, you're going to get more work in the end of it. Right. Not to mention that freelancers have a closer relationship with their actual work. So, therefore, some of the marketing content comes a little bit easier. Uh, right. Especially writing content for yourself, creating content for yourself, making those social media posts. You have a better understanding of what you're doing on your day-to-day. Yeah. And, that ca- and it comes as second nature. Yeah, exactly. you're, you're an expert at, yeah. at what that, you do. At what you yeah. do. Yeah. And then I'd say, so the next one after that would be like a new business owner. So just started a new business. Don't necessarily have a whole lot of time, but they have a bit of money put aside that they can use to save themselves some hassle, you know, because when you're running a business, there's a lot of stuff that you got to do. And a lot of people tend to neglect the marketing aspect of it because like realistically, some people just don't see the value in marketing and like, it's always tough to try and convince people that they need to do marketing if they're really stuck in their ways and don't want to do it. And, oh, I don't have time. Oh, there's this is too much work. Oh, I can't do all this on my own. And it's like, yeah, you don't have to do it on your own, you know? Like, Do you think people, uh, one of the problems that people have with marketing is because it's not like super tangible like yeah. you can't hold exactly. you can't hold your marketing in your hands you can't hold your analytics you know like yeah. and the, the biggest thing too is it takes a long time to get started you know like you can't just do it one day a week you know like you have to do it every single day in order to be consistent and get the growth that you're looking for you know mm-hmm. and it doesn't just happen overnight either you know like it probably takes i want to say a month or two or better, <laughs> I would say years. Years, yeah. I, it's. A, I think to it's get a started yearly to get started. It's not hard, uh, and you, and yeah, I think we'll get into a f- like a little few more of these. In, yeah. in, in fact, like one of one of the worst things I think you could do is start gaining followers, start your media following online, and start advertising yourself, and then give up and stop posting and leave all of your newly engaged followers without content and without you in their feeds. Right. Because when you do that, the algorithm usually picks up on that. And then it's harder for you in the future to, because number one, you have to go in and clean out all your, like we'll call them dead followers who aren't interested in following you anymore. Who have you forgotten essentially who've forgotten you. And so, like, when you go back after taking a break, it's just 10 times harder. It's very, like, uh, like a day of the dead, right? Like, that's the way, yeah. like, Facebook like and Instagram seem to operate. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. if someone doesn't remember you, you just disappear. Yeah. Essentially, right? yeah. Um, and then the next, the next thing, the next person we're going to talk about is someone that has no time because their business has gotten off the ground, right? Gotten off the ground. It's, it's becoming more established. I would probably say like you're like a medium to medium to yeah, like, like large, you like you're a, a local business. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're a local business. Um, but you have, you have more money to throw at this thing. Yeah. 
Um, I think this this is the best spot to be in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to be engaged in your social media and your your marketing efforts, you can be, but you don't have to be because you got some money to throw at it now. Um, there are lots of ways to to market yourself at this point. Yeah, exactly. You have a little bit more freedom in the fact that you don't have to commit as much time as you would normally have to if you were a smaller business, right? So you can either go for the quality approach. If you want to be like hands-on yourself, you can like spend more time making some content and then kind of pass off the more like frequent posts to whoever you hire. So like you don't have to do as much, but you can still make just as high quality stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And then like, once you have that, the the growth will show, you know, like spending more time to make stuff without having to be distracted with all the like little stuff like the social posts and like the little like editing things and all the other little things that you'd have to do to market your business. Exactly. Yeah. You, you just having more time is always better, you know, more time is always better. Yeah, I agree. And then the last, uh, probably nobody really fits into this one that we're talking to right now. Some of you might, who knows, uh, large enterprise corporations. They got lots of money. They usually have their own in-house marketing team, but that doesn't stop them from pushing this shit out. Right. Getting other people to do it for them. Yep. Um, they're big, they're big, big business. Right. So now that you've kind of put yourself into one of these categories, I think these are four easy categories to get into. So we got freelancer, uh, we got new business owner, which they have lots of time, small budget. We have an established business owner, which is no time, large budget. Um, We kind of like skipped like the transition stage there in between those two, (laughs) because that can happen too. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's pretty obvious what you need to do in those spots, I think, or corporation at the end. Um, so now that, now that you've, you've fit yourself into one of them, what type of marketing should you do as we'll, we'll start at the top as a, well, freelancers, we know what kind of marketing they should do, I think. Right. Yeah. yeah. This one's pretty simple. You only have a few options. You don't have any money to put at it. Right. So it's social media, right? Yeah, exactly. Social Mm -hmm. media, be consistent with your posts and be consistent with your voicing. One of the most important things. Um, don't have your tone of posting be all over, all over the place and all across the board. Um, yeah, just try and try and keep your posts like to a consistent schedule, and make your posts visually recognizable as your own. Yeah, you know? totally. Exactly. Like whether that's adding your logo or sticking to a specific color palette or whatever, you know, just spend the little extra time that it would take from just taking a photo and actually like go in and edit it and do something to it that makes it your own and recognizable as your own. That's the biggest thing. Even the language you're using, are yeah. you, are you being casual? Are you speaking to your audience in a professional way? Are you, that's definitely something to note. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and for, for most people out there, like your iPhone, uh, as a freelancer or even a small business owner, Super good for taking pictures. Yeah. iPhone, Android, whatever that, whatever you use, whatever your smartphone. flavor, your smartphone, uh, all great at taking pictures nowadays. 
And on top of that, there are tons of free tools out there to edit. You don't have to have Photoshop. Yeah. You don't have to have Lightroom. You don't have to have any of the billion other freaking uh, pieces of software. stuff. Yeah. yeah. We're in Canada. Photoshop is free through browser right now. Oh, look at that. There you go. Use that affiliate code free. No, there's no yeah. affiliate code. Not yet. Uh, <laughs> you have an affiliate code for sparkling Gatorade. Sparkling however. Gatorade. That's the my official, new creation. Official drink of Ted's Media. <laughs> uh, so I like even for just simple tools to use to edit your photos. Uh, I'm a big fan of Canva. I think yep. Canva has just enough in it. Yeah, it's not really like you can't really do anything that crazy. But like in reality, like social media posts, they don't need to be like horrendously crazy you know? and you know sometimes those like crappy clip art things yeah. sometimes they look good you know yeah, i'm not saying they have disagree to. you it's, yes it's a certain kyler's feel. like a kyler's like all quality guy yes uh, yeah. <laughs> i like i'm somewhere in between mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, even like like on your smartphone like we were talking like there's there's so many different apps like i know for photo editing you can get lightroom on your phone you can also get like Snapseed. Snapseed is by far the best yeah. photo editing app on any it phone. It is it is crazy how much you can do in such a like in a free app, you know. And then like as for video video editing and stuff, like every every social media platform has some kind of video editor in it now, you know, like whether that's TikTok or Instagram Reels exactly. or whatever. It doesn't really matter what you use, it just matters that you like put in a little time and edit it and take the time to cut out parts where you flub up or anything like that. So in terms of social media, um, which like what kind of strategy do you guys recommend? Do you, do you guys think that we should be everywhere or do you guys think that we should stick to one, maybe two platforms? Cause right now there's like for, for social media that the big ones, we got LinkedIn, we got Pinterest, we got Twitter, TikTok, Instagram and Facebook, which are kind of the same thing nowadays anyway. Yeah. Meta, meta is essentially this. And then YouTube, but YouTube's a different beast in my opinion. Yeah. And probably needs to be tackled a little differently mm-hmm. in terms of social media. So it's, it all it all really comes down to what kind of effort you want to put in and uh, what you're comfortable talking on. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I'm a proponent of being on every platform. Okay. Um, but I do also see the value in being on specific platforms, you know, right. because like, say you're doing something a little more like professional, like you're not obviously going to put your professional stuff, like where you're doing like corporate video or something on Pinterest. Right. Cause that's not that client base. But, but what if they see it? That's the, that's the thing everybody always that's, says, right? That's where, that's why I say it's, it's good to be on it. But at the same time, it's like, if you're just flooding everywhere, like, yes, you're getting views, but it's like what kind of retention and what kind of what quality. Yeah. The quality views. Yeah. Right. So I, f- I feel like as long as you're keeping your general ID and general um, concept of who you are visible throughout all of your posts and across the board. Yeah, just pull it up a bit. Just a I'm used to higher end mics. Oh, wow. Oh, sorry, Jacob. <laughs> Jeez, Jacob. We're running a pretty tight ship here. We can't We can't all have the shirt. Is this better? Oh, this wow. Better. Jacob's, Jacob's here. here. Jacob's in the Hello. building. Um, sorry, yeah, didn't I, mean to interrupt you. Go ahead, That's Jacob. Fine. No, I, I'm a proponent that you should be posting everywhere. 
but don't take the time to directly post everywhere. Use a social media coordination app like exactly. Hootsuite or like Later or TweetDeck. Later, TweetDeck, yep. Th- those are all good options. Um, and then if you want to focus specifically on one platform, then guess what? You have all of your posts scheduled. You can just create content specifically for that platform as well. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Uh, yeah, I would say that if, I would say that a worthy investment is um, a scheduler. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Canva offers stuff like that uh, later, like you said. I mean, even a calendar is pretty freaking good for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, Every phone has one. Yeah. So. What do you think, Bryce? What's I would say I would stick with, I would attempt to make posts for one of them and then push them out onto other things. Mm-hmm. That's I, I think that's the best strategy and it's going to get you the highest quality post with the least amount of effort, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now, some of those social medias do have do require quite a bit of effort though, right? Right, yeah. like TikTok, you gotta you gotta post every like thirty freaking seconds. It feels like yeah, like there's people uh, I've seen videos recently talking about how they've grown on TikTok. But in order to grow, they're posting like 75 to 100 videos a day. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's insane. the amount of time input for that type of like scheduling is nuts. Like, yep. yeah, it, it works, but like it's not feasible for anybody other than a media company to do. You know? Right. And that's the thing. Like if you're interested in something like that, then yes, you, you got to realize that you can't do it yourself because it just takes too much time and you don't have the time, you know, it's, it's a full-time job and you already work your full-time job. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It's a full-time job. That's why we get paid to do it. Correct. Um, that's why there's also three of us. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's not a one person full-time job. It's a three person full-time job. Uh, would you guys recommend having a website as a freelancer? Yes. 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 Definitely. You need, no matter what you're doing, you need some kind of portfolio somewhere for people to find what you're doing. And I think as a freelancer, it's it's too hard to just get by on just having a Facebook page yeah, nowadays. That's fair. It's imperative. You can't do search engine optimization for a Facebook page. Exactly. You're not going to show up unless Screw you have a website. you, Facebook. Yeah, whatever, Meta. Get out of here, it. Mark Zuckerberg. Dumb haircut. Oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, okay, so there we go. Right. I was a little late on that, but yeah. it's it's a delayed <laughs> delayed effect. You just shorten it up and post. Um, <laughs> Making a bunch of work for me, Bryce. Yeah, well, you didn't want to go live, so hey, man. <laughs> Last time I tried to do a live, we were forty five minutes late and we lost all our viewers. So. Yeah, it's because we had Shane and Wade. <laughs> yeah, all three of us showed up today on time. Well, mm-hmm. minutes late is not. Hours late. What, I, what time did I say we should start? What time is it now? You said around twelve thirty. Now it is. We've been going for thirty minutes. minutes in. What time did we start? Uh, thirty-two minutes ago. So like twelve forty-five ish. Twelve forty-five. So we were fifteen minutes late. That's better. Yeah. Uh, okay. So now we've got. We've just really scratched the surface. I didn't realize how long we were going to talk about a lot of this stuff. Um, new business owners, I think they have the the best chance at doing the most impactful marketing because they can really touch a lot of places, right? 
Um, having a website, I would say super important at that point in time. Very professional looking website can be fun though. You already know your audience, I hope. Right. <laughs> at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the, this is the, the people that I would recommend getting into more video. Right. Yeah. Like the, uh, video is such a powerful tool in yeah. today's day and age like, and not enough. I, I, I mean, I'm biased, obviously, because that's what I do. I do video, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I still think that not enough people do video and not enough people do video well, you know, like everybody has a smartphone. Everybody can go do it, but it's, it's really when you go in and you clean it up and you like take the time to edit it properly so that you're up to date with like the current trends and all the viewer retention stuff and all, all that mumbo jumbo that nobody wants to learn except for me. <laughs> it it makes such a huge difference in your metrics and your like brand awareness, you know? Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Video is super powerful. Mm -hmm. That's why TikTok kind of like, I think really took off for a couple reasons. That's why Instagram's trying to become TikTok. Yeah. I think Instagram should go back to being Instagram, but good luck with that for another day. Yeah. There. Yeah. The, uh, the amount of like backing, that the video algorithm has on every social media website is nuts. Yeah, I agree. Like video content gets pushed probably 10 times more than still content. Yes. Nowadays. Yes. Yes. I agree. It's it, to me, it's also the hardest content to make look good. Yeah. Yeah. You really, you really need somebody who knows what they're doing or you need to invest money into gear, even you know? time, even time, yeah. just I invest some time in some YouTube videos. Yeah. Exactly. Is there any like YouTube videos that you would recommend? Like who's someone that you follow that you think would be useful to this is the on the spot question. For marketing stuff? But just for like how to shoot a proper video. Oh, there's like you can literally like the amount of free content there is on YouTube is ridiculous. Like there's like there's hundreds and hundreds of people who are good on YouTube. Like mm-hmm. You can look at like Peter McKinnon or you can look at like Potato Jet or Caleb Pite from DSLR Video Shooter or uh, Gerald Undone or like there's there's a lot of people there's out a there. Lot like, of you won't have problems finding information if you look for it. It's just a matter of do you actually spend the time and research and do the work that it takes to hone your craft mm-hmm. essentially. You know? Yeah. And like not everybody has time for that. And right. that's okay. Right. In terms of social media content and stuff like that, TikTok, you can kind of get away with not editing as heavily because right. it's very geared towards smartphone content creators. Yeah. YouTube, though, you cannot. You cannot get away with vertical video on YouTube unless it's a short, which is essentially a TikTok clone. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's you YouTube know? attempting to get into that space. Yeah, and even then, like, as well. <laughs> yeah right everybody's trying to get into it because they recognize how powerful it is mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um do you have any tips do you think that people could use i'd say like the biggest thing is use your back camera on your phone do not use your selfie camera because the megapixels on your selfie camera are 10 times worse and invest a little bit of money in a microphone a microphone Doesn't matter what it is yes. there you can get really really cheap like 30 dollar like microphones that you can plug into a dongle but just audio quality is everything for video because mm-hmm. people don't really care if the video looks like crap, if the audio sounds good. That's true. As dumb as it sounds, like you could have a terribly grainy video 
But if the audio sounds good, people watch it. Versus if oh, you have yeah. like a really echoey, like terrible, like staticky noise, or like whatever, people will turn off immediately. Yeah. Now people don't have access to things like professional lighting. Do you have any suggestions for lighting for people who are filming on a smartphone or if other you have quality equipment? Yeah, I'd say if you have the opportunity and you get like you have windows in your house, and buy you a Godox. <laughs> there's there's a lot of there's a lot of cheap alternatives that you can do like you can put a a white bed sheet on a window and that'll diffuse the light enough to like make it look soft and not not quite as good as what we have here because there's probably like one two three four five lights yeah five lights here but just doing anything to diffuse the light and when i say diffuse i mean just make it softer essentially so making the light softer, using your back camera, getting a microphone. And just doing that will up your production significantly. Yeah, I totally agree. I'd say arguably next to audio lighting is more important than a camera because... You can make you any know, camera look good. With exactly. Good if lighting. you know how to light, you can make anything look good, like Bryce said. Yeah. So. Sorry to steal your thunder. Way to go, man. <laughs> I've been rehearsing You're this just in like, my head. You're just like crawling towards that point. I'm like, I'm just going to take it. Whatever. Whatever. I see how it is. I'm just going to go in there and shoot the goal. <laughs> um, okay. What's next? What are we What are we moving on to? Uh, do you want to move on to what type of marketing they should do? Yeah, we've kind of been what? talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. So What's the best suited for? Video is for video. Let's Let's talk about the three... The three things, because um, after you get past new business owner, once you kind of hit new business owner, you kind of have this toolbox opened to you because your budget is a little bigger, right? So you can do things like paid ads. You can do things like hire someone to make a video for you. You can do some, do something like get a scheduler, you know, buy some of this editing software, hire someone to work on your website. Now, with those in mind, there are three, I would say three big types of marketing that you have to be aware of. Yeah. And then the thing, the, I don't know I want to say, the avenue that you use the direction. to achieve that, yeah. the direction, right, is a specific type of thing that all three of us kind of do. Mm-hmm. So I would say if you're looking for visibility and awareness, use a website. The web, yeah, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Use the web. Google's a freaking phone book. Yeah, that's like the modern day phone book, you know? Exactly. And if you're not in the phone book, how is anyone going to find your business? Yeah. Think about, think about like back when the yellow pages were still a thing and phone books were still a thing. They're still trying to be a thing. You know, like how much <laughs> money did they cost to get your ad in a phone book? Oh, yeah. You know, like think about that price in relation to advertising your Google business, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't even have to use like Google business. You can just make a website, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's very important to have a website and it's very important to have a website that functions well. Properly. Yeah. Right. If there's right. a lot of errors and stuff like that, it's just going to ruin the user experience and they're going to click off and be right. like, oh, this guy has a shitty website. Exactly. Even a long load time. I yeah. know that... Everybody is so ADHD nowadays. <laughs> if a website takes longer than even three seconds to load, then you're going to lose over 80% of your traffic. Yeah, 100%. 100% you're going to lose 80% of your traffic. 
yeah. 90% of the time. 67% every time. <laughs> every time. Um, do you think, Jacob, that you should tailor your web page towards desktop or mobile? That's, well, the th- that's the question. Based on our analytics, I'm noticing that the TUDS website, ever since this redesign, has been receiving about 60% mobile traffic, which was surprising to me. But then I'm thinking, in this day and age, most people don't even have a desktop computer, right? Mm-hmm. That's something that's kind of a little bit more specialized. Uh, most people are browsing the internet off of the thing that's in their pocket all the day, all the time, right? Yeah. So, I'd say a big factor to that too is because of all of the marketing that we do on all the social medias, right? Yeah. Because if people are looking at social media stuff on their phone, on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, nobody really, nobody uses TikTok or Instagram on their computer. No, no, no. If they go to the website from Instagram or TikTok or Facebook, you know, like that counts as mobile traffic. You know, it's a crazy thing to me is that most people use Twitter on their computer. That's insane. That made sense. Does it? It's yeah. just words. Yeah. It is the most mobile friendly. Uh, There's I, no loading. Yeah. <laughs> I could see it though. The yeah. Type, the average the average Twitter user is definitely a computer user. Are yeah. you calling out Twitter users? No, I'm, it's not a bad thing. Are you a, a Twitter user? user? I made a Twitter when I was like twelve. So. I never got into Twitter. I couldn't. Not wordsmithy enough. I don't think. Kind of just like streaming into the void. Most yeah, of the time. yeah, pretty much. Right. I like Twitter, but it's it's kind of a uh, like uh, I like seeing random posts. I guess. I agree. So now, so you got your website. Mm-hmm. Um, mobile is probably king. I would steer towards someone that can design your website in a mobile way. Or in a responsive way. You don't yeah. want to pigeonhole yourself just specifically yeah. to having a mobile website. Mm-hmm. You want to have something that's adaptable and resizable and looks good no matter what device you have it on. Even if you're running it off of your Google Nest, for example, you want it to still look half decent. Right. If you're running it off of a tablet, which hardly anyone is doing, you want it to look okay. Uh, so what are some tools for people out there who don't have a website? What, do you, what would you recommend? Well, if you don't have the time, effort, or know how to design a custom HTML website, then you can reach out to something like like a service like Squarespace or even Google Pages or uh, GoDaddy has a good CMS. Yeah. Which has a good free one as well for people who aren't sure if they want to invest money into it. Yes. Which and is crazy because like you definitely should. It's not that yeah, you expensive. Kinda, you don't really want the giant banner at the top saying this website was created for free using Wix. You know? Right. Yeah. That looks unprofessional. Exactly. It, look, it makes you look cheap for mm. lack of a better word. Well, Google doesn't find you well enough either. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah, I would suggest using all of those, yeah. e- any one of those tools to build your website. You can literally make a website. If you buy a Google domain, they give you a free website. Yeah. You know, so right. like if you register your domain, you get a free website through Google business. Now, sometimes so. that part in and of itself is a, is a scary thing. Yeah. It's like, how do I get a domain? Well, you just type in, get a domain. Yeah. There's, there's a lot, like there's a lot of information out there. A lot of services out there. Um, but those website builders, while they're great, very limited. Very limited on what you can do unless you have 
a little bit more technical experience. Right. Or um, you want to hire someone with a bit more technical experience. Right, exactly. So uh, we generally suggest that you use one of those. So right? that you can edit it and do so stuff you yourself. And edit it in the to. future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because like you don't want to be locked into like having to contact somebody anytime you want something changed on your website. Exactly. Exactly. So, right. If you want to change what the sale is, yeah. you just want to be able to type that in right. or at least be able to figure it out. You don't yeah. have to be super tech savvy to figure it out, but there are some like customizations that you can't do on those CMS builders or website builders that all it takes is Jacob to type a few, um, babbly words into a few hundred lines of code. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, um, your website looks and is very much more responsive. Yeah. One of those things too, about those websites is they're very cookie cutter. Very cookie cutter. Isn't a bad thing necessarily, but if you really want to stand out and make a difference, you really want to spend a little bit of money to get a professionally made custom website. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Every Squarespace website looks like a Squarespace website. Every Wix website looks like a Wix website. Yeah. And if you want animations or anything actually cool to happen on your website, then good luck doing that through a CMS. Yeah. So that's visibility and awareness yeah. on a website. Now, what about brand awareness? The best uh, strategy for that is video. Video. It's video. Yeah. You want to get want people your to name? Know, yeah. If you want people to know who you are, you want people to see and put a name to a face, you need to use video. And you don't need a lot of it. No. That's the best part about a lot of these yeah. things. You could literally, like, you could have, you could make a video once every, like, quarter, as long as it's, like, an update video or something, you know? Like, a, either whether it's a store showcase or, like, uh, get to know the team or, like, anything like that. It doesn't have to be, like, this whole big grand video you know it can be like just a small video as long as it's made well right made well yeah we gave you the tips earlier use the window use a bed sheet yeah or shower curtain shower curtain whatever you have kicking around Dollar store learn stuff is the best learn how to do lighting it'll make your camera look way better mm-hmm. get a microphone we're speaking on graphic content can we quickly talk about logos yeah oh, okay yeah so I'm noticing a lot that a lot of people's uh, logos, especially businesses that are just starting out, their logos don't seem like they translate very well to print or ooh. to a t-shirt design or... Don't these make are a terribly complicated one. Exactly. These are all things that are definitely important to think about. Is this logo going to look good in black and white? Is this logo going to look good 60 feet tall? Is this logo going to look good... Like an inch by an inch, right? Like, readability is yeah. the readability is key. Is the biggest thing with logos. I would I would totally agree. Yeah, like we've seen a lot of terrible logos, crazy logos. I was gonna say interesting, but I'm gonna say terrible. Okay, Bryce. Terrible uh, logos. If they're too busy, they're too hard to do anything but put on. Well, and it's just like too many digital. colors, too intricate. Like you know, it's just it's never gonna be scalable, right? Know? And it's like. Hopefully they didn't pay somebody for that. I'm assuming most of the time. That's what Fiverr's for. Yeah. Well, Fiverr. <laughs> Don't get me started on Fiverr. Um, Think about all the successful logos, right? You can draw them in 30 seconds, mm-hmm. right? McDonald's, Facebook, Nike. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely something to be said about a minimalistic, easily readable logo. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree. 
you always you can't can't get away from that. Uh, I don't think it's the first thing you need to do though. No, I think it comes after. That's a later thing. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Because you can. I know you can we get started. Away. I know we started with a logo. <laughs> yeah, but first that's step. just that's because that's what we do. Anyway. We like logos, guys. Like make logos. So. Um. Okay. What's so that's best, brand awareness. Yeah. What's the best thing for engagement? Well, it's social media. Hundred yeah. percent. Social media. That's where you get to talk face to face, one on one. Build your audience. Shake those babies' digital hands. Give them some candy. Do yeah. that thing where you talk and they talk back to you. I don't like talk back. Conversate. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's where you're gonna build your following. Yeah. Um, and you're gonna create a lot of uh, fans, really. Yeah. That's that's essentially what it is, you know. Like, there's something to be said about the parasocial relationship between what's the what's the word I was looking for? Brands and their following, right? Yeah. Because with those brands, like, you want to make content that people like, right? And people want to like your content. So there's a relationship there. People love that. People love to hit that like button. Yeah. Exactly. After a while, the content becomes part of your lifestyle and part of your identity almost. Yeah, your your self-brand, you could say. Self-brand. Yeah. Self-branding. The thing with social media, though, is it is by far the most intensive platform you know time wise yeah yes because if you really want to grow what do you have to do Bryce you have to consistently do these two things for sure which is make content right so people have something to um, devour Mm -hmm. on a daily basis not even on a daily basis you could do it three times a week yeah you'll still get somewhere you don't have to make a post every single day of every single month I know Gary V says you do. But don't listen to Gary V. Shane's a big Gary V fan. Don't listen to Gary V. <laughs> um, and then the second thing you do, and in my my opinion, is the most important and hardest thing to consistently do is get out there and engage, and not like just like other people's posts. Yeah. Comment, Comment on other people's stuff posts. too. You can't just like, you can't just go out there and. Don't, like, don't just great. comment emojis. Yeah. Fire emojis are great. Yeah. Like it's y- a point across, I guess. If <laughs> if you spend if you spend a little extra time making a personalized comment, I guarantee that it'll mean a hell of a lot more than a couple emojis. Oh yeah, exactly. And because of that, like you'll people in the comments will see, oh wow, this person really cares. They wanna like they wanna grow this community. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, exactly. And like it's it's yeah, it's imperative. I know to us as marketers, it's super meaningful when we receive well thought out and actually detailed comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody likes to see their work appreciated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I totally agree. And with social media, if you're not if you're not engaging, you're not helping yourself in the in the algorithm. Right. Right. If you're just putting stuff out there and hoping people will like it. I mean, sometimes it works. A lot of that is like rigged. It's like lottery. You're yeah, winning the lottery. There's really, there's no way to go viral. There's no surefire method. No. You know, it's just luck. Right. At the end of the day, there's no telling. Like TikTok, you could make a three second video of you throwing a, ch- a slice of cheese on your dog. Right. And it'll go viral. Yeah. Just because of the fact that it's uh, like, there's no reason. Like, 
it got picked up by the algorithm and you got lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Right. For so the most part. You never want to bank on having your stuff go viral. Right. Yeah, exactly. You can't hire a marketing firm to go viral. Right. But the things that you can do that you can control is the consistency that you do it with and the effort that you put into it. And over time, those things will take you very far. Yep. Yeah. yeah Don't get discouraged. Exactly. Yeah. Effort exactly. and consistency are always rewarded with a good payoff. So Yeah. It just takes a little time. A yep. lot of time. Yep. Sometimes. Right? Um, so, yeah. I would say spend 10, 15 minutes a day. If you think that you're going to spend three hours making a video, spend an hour making a crappy video. <laughs> spend an hour making a less than three hour good video um and just comment for the next two hours go find your audience exactly tiktok tiktok and tiktok's really good in my opinion for finding your audience because you start with the thing that you're interested in yeah so like construction or cakes or food composite decking composite dinosaurs composite decking composite dinosaur decking um and then tiktok just starts feeding you stuff yeah it picks you up and it just like it's like a little bit of an echo chamber i'd say yeah it shows you everything related to what it thinks you'll like and right because you're in that industry or like say you're following stuff that's similar to what you're doing you can see number one what other people are doing and number two, you can see more more of mm-hmm. what you should be doing. And with and with TikTok, their algorithm is very responsive. That's a little scary. It's bonkers. Yeah. Right? So on TikTok, it's very important to like stuff to help the algorithm tell you what you want to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like most of the time people <laughs> don't even know what they want, but TikTok knows better than they do somehow. Yeah. So, so it's a it's a good way to define your audience, I think. Yeah. Uh, do we want to go over the, um, the questions, the questions? Oh, there's questions. Yeah. The yeah, sure. We'll just, we'll just do them quick. Okay. So social media. So let's go for the web first, actually. Yep. So, um, now that we've kind of talked you through all the main avenues, um, as a small business owner, you can put a little money into each of them, or I would suggest probably putting most of your money into your website in the beginning, mm-hmm. then slowly moving through them uh, and adding them on, stacking them, but like website first, then I would do video, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Uh, yes. But let's just say you own a large business. Yeah. You can do all of these at once, right? But you're a little frugal, right? You're like, ah, maybe I don't want to spend money. I already have a Facebook page. Why do I need a website? Because likely you're not going to be a large business without a website. <laughs> you haven't even gotten to that point yet if you hey, don't have a website. I'm special. Okay, <laughs> hey, so he's, he's the outlier. So <laughs> you're the one outlier who's doing business entirely through Facebook. Then maybe a good reason to have a website would be to sell your product through your website. There's things like CMS, right? Uh, or sorry, the e-commerce. Is that yeah, what I'm talking about? That's the word I'm looking. Okay, for. e-commerce. There's things like e-commerce, right? Um, you can directly list your entire inventory 
sell it, do all of your order fulfillment directly from even say your house, if that's where you operate your business on, if it's one of those online businesses. Um, yeah, I agree. I think, I think uh, don't get a Facebook page. It'd be better to not get a Facebook page, although Facebook is another version of a phone book. Yeah, like get a website. Website, just get a website. Just get a website. website. Just make it. Just make it easy. Like, yeah, sure, your aunties and your uncles are on, like Facebook, but the new generation is shifting away from Facebook. I have my one tip about websites is uh, the website name. So, in my opinion, your website name nowadays, because um, there are so many websites out there, should always be three words. Why? Why? For one thing, it's never taken, mm-hmm. right? The longer the the thing is, the easier it is to get that domain. And it's also more memorable if it's closer to a phrase. Yeah. Right? I have a question. Go for it. What if I want to name my website something that already exists? Oof. You, are you a corporation? No. <laughs> well, then... Um, you should... Don't. Affix it with... <laughs> But better. But better. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think I, w- I would try and, like, steer clear from that unless you, like, are really well-established in those areas. Yeah, because you're always going to be competing with those other people. Like, even if you have a similar name, mm-hmm. you really want it to be your own thing. Like, you don't want to be mistaken for somebody else. That's you know? true. Because yeah. exactly. the first time you're mistaken is it, it's going to be a nightmare. Right. Let's say someone has a similar name to you and they're in a similar field. So someone's trying to find you online and then all of a sudden, because you have the same name as a competitor, they find your competitor instead and guess who the cus- potential customer is doing business with now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And think about how much money you'd waste by like advertising your name and then people finding a different business with yeah. your name. Yeah, exactly. I agree. You're just providing free advertising for someone else. Then. For somebody bigger than you. That's true. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I would try and, like, stay away from those types of names. Even if they're in, like, a foreign country or something. Yes, yes. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, unless my caveat is it goes back to the the longer URL, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you're going to, in my opinion, it is always, always better to have a long URL. I say this, I say this and I realize that that's, that's we good. have a really tiny URL. But it made sense. Nobody else has tuds.ca. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the ultimate deck shop.com still goes to tuds.ca. Yeah. That's the other thing you can do is you can buy multiple website domains. domains. You don't have them. to be yeah. stuck into one. Um, exactly. For example, ours is tudsmedia.ca, but then also we have tudsmedia.com, which redirects to.ca so that there's no confusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, but if, if you were to have a, a, an abbreviated website, like the shorter doesn't always mean the better. No. Right. Right. So get both. Do redirects. Uh, yeah. yeah. I would do a very long I would prefer domains. a long domain. Domains are very cheap. Yeah. Ninety nine cents. Yeah. Like you can you can swing the domain. Like yeah. that's the easiest part of getting a website is getting your domain. Honestly. Yeah. Buy like twenty domains. Have them all redirect to your website. Well even yeah. even domains are a good way to get onto search engines. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I have another question for you, Bryce. Oh, okay. Uh, why don't I just make social media posts myself? Because <gasps> it's time consuming. 
because uh, it's it's really hard to always come up with that content um, consistently. It's not that I don't think you can do it, and I think uh, you should be a huge part of the social media process if you're going to hire it out, right? You need to be there all the time. Uh, you need to be constantly dealing with those bit the the agency that you've hired if you're going to hire it out to do those social media posts. I do think you should do them, um, and also think of your agency or whoever you're going to hire as support for you. Yeah, think of them as like somebody to take the load off your back. Yes, you know, like Absolutely. you can. It's manageable if you do like a few posts a week yourself or something, right? You know? But if you're doing every single day, every single post, yes, like, you don't. It, at the end of the day, it just comes down to time. You use the time. You're, you're gonna burn yourself out too. Yeah, yeah. Use you the have, agency as the main, the main poster, and then you come in and you sprinkle the cherries. Yeah, you sprinkle in like your your voice brand. Yeah, your voice. Yeah, right. So, I think that's definitely the best way to look at it. Yeah. Uh, and a good agency will do their best to try and capture your main voice as well. Yeah, exactly. You don't like, you don't even usually have to worry about an agency not being able to match your voice. No, I agree. I totally agree. The uh, spont- spontaneity really helps though. Mm-hmm. Round out everything, right? Yep. Gives a face to everything. Right. So I would suggest, like I said, doing your own posts uh, and using an agency as kind of a backup to take the load off of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have any more video questions? There's one last one, and uh, these are these are hypothetical questions. If you haven't uh, guessed already, but um, this question is: Everyone has a smartphone nowadays, so why should you hire somebody to film oh, stuff for yeah, you? Yeah, there you go. Um, you don't have to hire somebody to film stuff for you. You nope. know, like like we were saying, there's um, there's definitely a lot you can do. F- do for yourself, but uh, creating consistent professional content takes a lot of time. Like, I, I edit all the videos, I shoot all the videos here at Tuds, and I will guarantee you that the amount of time that I've spent editing mm-hmm. completely eclipses how long I spend shooting. Oh, yes. Editing is the time suck of making videos. Yeah. Uh, like, on average, for a five to ten minute video, you can expect upwards of an hour to two hours yeah. editing, right? And people always have this misconception where they think, oh, yeah, a one-minute video, that, that that's like 30 minutes, right? You can edit that super quick. No. Right, exactly. The shorter the video, the harder it is because you have to fit and cram so much information into such a small space. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's it's a very common misconception. Um, the other thing, too, is editing programs are expensive, Yes. For good ones. Very expensive. Like the Adobe Suite, how much does this Adobe Suite cost? Personally, an Adobe Suite subscription is around $90 Canadian a month. A month. Yeah. Monthly. And so, like, think about that. Like, that's just for the opportunity to edit. Yes. That doesn't include, they don't edit for you. They, they don't, don't edit do it for you. for you. And that includes the time that you have to spend learning how to edit if mm-hmm. you don't know. If you're fresh and you don't know how to do anything. It just, it saves so much time to just hire somebody who knows what they're doing, who has, number two, the big thing, has equipment that is professional. Yes, totally. Yes, you can make stuff with your smartphone. Yes, it's possible and can be done. But it's not going to look anything like a professional 
cinema quality camera. No, you know, not at all. Um, at the end of the day, when you hire an ad agency, like your time inputs reduced and your quality is substantially higher, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's, it, it's just, I don't know. To me, it's a no-brainer, but of course, it's a no-brainer to me because that's what I do. Right, exactly. The money thing is always the the hard yeah. question like, to deal with. You don't even you don't even have to do video like every week. Like you could do it quarterly mm-hmm. and make enough content in a couple days to fill you for the rest of the month. Yes. That's the big thing is having somebody who knows what they're doing, who can get that that much content out of that little time. Right, exactly. Or quality content too. Right? Quality that's me. Quality Kyler. Quality Kyler over here. Oh, damn. Uh, uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Or I think we're kind of yeah, pushing the time limit. We pretty much covered everything here. Yeah, I think we're pretty much good. Well, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thanks um, for listening. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Hope you guys got some value out of this. We might be doing a few more. We will these. be doing a few more of these. Okay. We will be. We're going to take, we're going to do a few more podcast takeovers. Uh, This is kind of a grand overview. The next bunch in the series, they will be way more specified than this. So, yeah. Give me that air horn and we will see you guys next week. Media.